right, so when we recorded, when we were done recording the last episode, you told me that you were going to spend part of the day today, the following day, Sunday, doing some ice sculpting. Yeah. Which I, I automatically thought, okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> so long fingers. So in but, the world of drinks, clear ice is pretty popular. Um, and it's pretty, makes the cocktail prettier. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, usually when you make ice, it's not clear, it's cloudy. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of impurities or bad waters. It's, it's air. It's okay. just air, really. Maybe minor impurities. Um, and then the the thing today is... is is putting a uh, ice ball or large king ice cube in a cocktail mm-hmm. makes it look cool. But when it's cloudy white, it kind of looks cool, but it looks yeah. off. So um, actually, laying ice is a type of clear ice. Um, it's just good thing there. Clear. How can you go wrong? <laughs> Would you still use it if it was cloudy? Like if it didn't melt, but it was cloudy. Would the not melting out? Yeah, I think so. the cloudiness? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but um, clear ice is something I've wanted to do for a while, but um, I get lazy. And last, I don't I don't know, like last Sunday or Monday, I thought, okay, I just have to do it. And I researched it. And without going into too much nerdiness of it clear ice is made from um directional freezing so freezing from the top down okay so you can get like i did a um little igloo cooler because it's um because it's um insulated and okay and it will freeze from the top down as it's freezing it will push the air downwards okay and the bottom of it won't be totally frozen either so all the air is pushed to the kind of like halfway frozen side which you just knock off Mm -hmm. and then you and and then i purchased some knives so anybody that knows me knows i'm not handy with tools anything that has to do with building so i thought knives for carving kind of iffy but i'll try it out anyway so i uh, plopped open the huge block of ice it wasn't there were some little air bubbles in it but i took a picture uh, of the block it turned out pretty clear i mean it wasn't horrible so this is the awesome this is the unfrozen part that you yeah that was at the bottom right okay uh, and then i use this part here and to show the clarity i put a knife through it so i mean it's awesome not bad no so that's cool so i i think i I uh, froze it for 24 hours. I'll probably do 20 hours um, tomorrow. Okay. So, so I got got the serrated knife and the four-inch um, repairing knife, and I took a hammer, got it all knocked off. My errors were not making the cubes um, big. I got kind of paranoid over 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 making them too big then then i would only have have like six ice cubes right yeah but i should make them bigger um because when i was making the the like ice shapes i kind of ran out of carving room so Uh. they're not as shapely as i would have liked but for the first time, there yeah, will be trial and error, and you have a clear ice cube in your cocktail now, and that yeah. should last our whole time recording. Yeah, and it's a, it's a pretty big chunk, and it looks pretty cool. It's uh, it's like perfectly sized for the glass, 
What what is this cocktail we're drinking? Uh, a paper plane. Paper plane. Yes. It's delicious. It's uh, I I just have to try not to down the whole thing and because like if I was drinking a beer, mm-hmm. this would be two drinks. Right. But I'm I'm getting better. Cocktails are sipped and yes. enjoyed. Yes. They yeah it is good. So did you use distilled water for that? Um, no, for this I use spring water. Okay. Yeah. So. I had heard that it's better to make ice from hot water than from cold water because it's more pure. No. That's not true? Nope. I don't remember where I heard that. I was no. like a little kid when I heard that. I no, it like, I think hot... Um, I mean, hot water just becomes cold before right. it freezes anyway. I don't so it doesn't know really make if any that sense. was like hot, hot water freezes faster. Or, yeah, I think that was yeah. something. Yeah. But then that traps in more air, really. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So, I yeah, you, uh, you can use regular tap water. Like if you're from a place where there's nice drinking water. I, yeah. I think ours is fine. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Uh, Vapo has pretty bad drinking water. Yeah. It tastes weird. Yeah. But the worst is Orlando. Oh, is it? Yeah, so when I visited Dave um, this past October, we were at this bar restaurant, and we walked in, we ordered waters and beers, and he... <laughs> He smelled the water and then laughed. And oh. So I go, I go, what's wrong? And he, and he goes, well, usually restaurants give you like filtered water, but this yeah. isn't filtered. And I go, okay. And so, <laughs> so I smelled. It smelled and tasted really, really weird. Oh. Like really weird. And I mean, it's a big swamp, right? Yeah, I mean, right. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. That's what Florida is, right. is a big swamp. So yeah, filtered water in Florida is fine for clear ice, but probably the tap water, yeah. not so much. Well, the building that I worked in before we moved offices is like 125 years old or something. And mm-hmm. like, I don't think the pipes are that old, but they're old. Mm-hmm. And in the basement bathroom, if you turned on the water, the water comes out yellowish brown. Ooh. And like it doesn't matter how long you let it run, it's just like yellowish and yellowish brown coming from the pipes. Yeah. It's just like that isn't gonna make clear eyes. No, no. Supposedly it's quote safe, but right. I ain't drinking it. No. I barely wanted to wash my hands with it, but yeah. I did. Um, if uh, I also had no injuries, so yeah, I, I see you have all yeah. ten digits still left. Fingers are here, no cuts, and mm. and I um tempered the ice i had it had it sit out and it yeah. uh, got softer and it and it was it worked. E- yeah it's, nice. I, you're basically you're you're shaving it yeah so. well every time i think of ice tools like just be mm-hmm. careful don't invite sharon stone over because i think of basic instinct oh she, ice like, pick stab, i have an yeah. ice pick just like that actually oh, I, man uh, and i picked up a three-pronged pick also so a three-pronged ice pick? What's yeah, that for? It, it, well, um, um, I picked that up for making an ice ball. Oh, okay. Which I'll try on the next batch. So, Man. Clear ice ball. Because the ice molds, they're, uh, they'll make cloudy ice. Hmm. So Cool. So, yeah. All right. So, um, so last night I was... I, I finished, I was doing grocery shopping late at night, not that late, like 9 o'clock, and I got home, and I was, like, super hungry. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to cook something. So I cooked something to eat, and then I was, I said, well, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch something. And from our from our uh, conversation yesterday about, you, like. You actually watched, watch a show or a movie? Yeah, so that's what I decided. Like, you know, our, our conversation yesterday was, like, don't waffle about, like, what you're going to do. Don't, mm-hmm. like, go back and I could do this, I could right. do this. I knew that I would do that. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to watch something. So I turned on Netflix and I wanted to watch, I didn't know what I wanted to watch, but horror movies came up because okay. I've, I've watched some horror movies on there so 
Friday the 13th was the first one. I was like, yeah, I'll watch that. But then it was like the one from 2009. So okay. I said, I, I just, I want to watch the original one. They didn't have it. So then Child's Play was the next one to Shucky. come up. And I was like, man, I haven't watched that in years. So, okay, I'll start watching Child's Play. So I turn it on, I'm eating, and like the, it, you know, the beginning is what you think it is. It's like an 80s horror movie. But I don't remember this. I took a picture of it to show you. I don't remember this. This is the scariest thing in the entire movie, I think. This, and I'll post this so people can see it. But it's a commercial for the doll that's in the movie. Like that life-size doll. That's really scary. That is terrifying. Yeah. And it's not even supposed to be scary. That's like on a kid's show. Right. And he's like, it It looks like those um, sausage races at the Milwaukee oh, at the yeah, Brewers yeah. games. That's what that guy looks like. And like he's got a huge paper mache head. And I saw that, and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, and he's, like, uh, he's waving and talking. He just, I, it, it was scary. Um, but Did it hold up? No, well, I actually didn't end up watching it. I, oh. I only watched, like, ten minutes of it. Uh-huh. And then it was, uh, there were other things with the movie mm-hmm. that, like, I couldn't watch. It was, like, right. I, I, it wasn't scary. It was just, yeah. but I, I turned it off. And then, um, um, I, so I turned on cheers mm. and I watched the first few episodes of cheers like yeah. a, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was like, yeah, I'll just watch an episode of cheers. I watched three episodes of cheers. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. It is so good. I cannot believe how well it holds. I mean, it's dated, it is. but it is funny. And, like, the characters on there are legitimately funny. Mm-hmm. And then I watched, like, three more episodes tonight as I was eating. And as I was cooking, I opened my laptop on the counter as I was cooking tonight mm-hmm. and just had it on. And it's so funny. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, maybe two years ago I started watching those, Yeah, actually. Because when we were, I don't know, like 9, 10, 11, that I – really hated that show oh it, did you yeah it was interfering. I always liked it, it was it was interfering with the other shows i liked yeah so <laughs> and and i just didn't get the humor and i like okay i always wondered why man why are they mm-hmm. in this bar cuts like there's <laughs> nothing happening now you understand fully <laughs> understand that that is the life yeah uh, uh but i did watch i'm and 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 i trailed off on it i'm uh, i'm still on season four so you watched all the way up to season Mm -hmm. four holy cow yeah but there's 11 seasons or nine yeah there's 11 seasons yeah i mean i would i mean it's taken me like three years to watch 11 episodes right (laughs) you know i uh, presumably i'll not take that long but Hopefully this ter- this piques your interest uh, into yeah, I maybe mean, binge watching a few shows. Yeah, um, I've I've uh, mentioned before I won't watch a movie because I think it takes too long and it could be doing something else. <laughs> but, watch eighteen hours of a show, but then I'll watch eighteen straight <laughs> hours of a show, and I'm like, oh yeah, I totally yeah, didn't fine. waste. <laughs> Waste a whole Saturday. That makes sense. But I just finished for the fourth time (laughs) because I'll watch these heavy shows. Mm -hmm. These like um, just off the top of my head, thinking of them like um, Homeland, The Wire, Mm -hmm. um, whatever else heavy heavy show is. And as I finish one or like partway through, I need to laugh. Because a lot of these shows make me want to, you know, like rob a bank or murder a person or get into some real mischief. <laughs> so when that happens, mischief, I have to—that's one word for right. <laughs> I have to lighten up the mood. Yeah. So I'll go back and watch How I Met Your Mother or mm-hmm. or The League or uh, It's Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. But there are these two shows that I always go to, they 
were canceled way before they should have been. Okay. This one I'm talking about now is um, Red Oaks. It's okay. on Amazon. It's a little 25-minute-to-half-hour comedy set in the 80s, so... It's, it's, right. It is hilarious. I've never even heard of that. But. Yeah, uh, it was canceled canceled after three seasons. Okay. They, the, the like big stars in it that people would know are Paul Reiser okay. and um, Gina um, Gershon. Gershon. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it's hilarious. It, and it's, oh, 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 and Jennifer Grey. Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing? Yes. Yeah. And her new nose. Yeah, and she is hilarious. Yeah. She's a really excellent actress, but it's a it's it's just a really good huh, show when okay. it makes you think of those years. Yeah. I, they're slightly older than we were because the the main character starts off um I think it starts off in 1985 and he's 19. So okay. obviously way older right. than us, yeah. but um a lot of relatable things, yeah. awesome music, so, so okay. yeah. Cool. Check that one out. Red Oaks. Yeah. Yeah, and and the point, I've watched this series four or five times That's all the crazy. way through, and it's, I don't know, just makes me feel a little bit lighter. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And we don't want you to get any get into any murderous mischief, that's no. for sure. Um. I, I keep thinking, although I think it's too late now. I never watched the fourth season of Marin, Mark Marin's uh, half-hour comedy show. Mm-hmm. There, I watched the first three seasons, but then I didn't want to watch the fourth, and now it's not on Netflix anymore. So mm. it, hunting it down might be a little bit difficult. Right. But I don't know if I was going to. I mean, it's that was, season four was like four or five years ago, so it's I had plenty of time to do it. I just didn't. Right. Um, Put it off. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I was at the store today and I saw Snapple. I used to drink Snapple all the time. Yes, I recall that. And that in Arizona iced tea. Arizona right? iced yeah. tea too, yeah. But Snapple, like especially, that was like my go-to. Mm-hmm. And like even at work, I would buy bottles of Snapple, um, like pretty much every day. And it, it was another like example of my just like idiocy that I'll pay like a dollar seventy-five for a bottle. But then if I go to the store and I see like a six pack for four ninety nine, I'm like, I'm not paying four ninety nine for a six pack. <laughs> so it's on sale this week for like uh maybe it's on sale for four ninety nine now. I don't know, whatever. But it just it just made me think about like how do you go in phases of things that like You'll eat something, you'll eat something, you'll eat something, and then, like, you completely forget about it. Well, when you uh, mentioned how you were watching Cheers and eating, Uh it made me think of these late-night food phases I have. Oh, yeah. So I go through, like, three or four phases a year. Honestly, it's like eight or nine, but who's <laughs> who's counting? And currently, it's popcorn. Okay. And I get the crappy Orville Bredenbacher mm-hmm. movie theater butter, and I load it up with salt, yeah. maybe extra butter. <laughs> what that that like powdered nacho cheese? All of it's it's so bad for you. But it tastes good while you're watching Red Oaks for the 18th time. <laughs> right. But out uh, for the longest time, I was eating um, salami, cheese, and crackers. Mm-hmm. I would have that like five nights a week. Yeah. And then it was uh, sardines and saltines. Oh yeah. <laughs> which sounds gross, but it's excellent. Yeah. And um, um, dry cereal, mm-hmm. dry raisin bran. Um, I don't use milk. That just that just takes too long. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and others. But like your drink thing made me think of Snapple. Yeah. And, uh, 
Arizona. And do you remember New York Seltzer? New York Seltzer. New York Seltzer was this. Uh, oh, those little tiny bottles? Yes. Yes, they were like and eight ounce bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of, yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, obviously, it was seltzer. But, but they had flavors, but the, right? But the, then they had like cream soda and, and yeah. kind of like pop flavors. And oh, man, I forgot about that. That's still out there. I um, periodically run into it at um, out in Orland. There's a Binnie's, mm-hmm. and periodically I'll I'll pop into Bed Bath and Beyond, mm-hmm. which actually the one in Orland has has this alcohol section and oh, and, and weird Beyond part. <laughs> food section, and they have it. Huh? Yeah. So, oh, man, I haven't thought of that in forever. But I won't buy it because I'm sure it's changed. I yeah, like it's not, like yeah. I've been. Ruined by we've m- mentioned the like Jay's potato chips, but, right? But things from my childhood I try not to right eat because it just shatters the glass of the perfect. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I think we talked about it before about mm-hmm. how like the flavor of things is affected by the environment too. Right. So like it's not it maybe it's not even just that the actual product has changed maybe it's actually that you know if you eat something it can change depending on who you're with and where you're eating it and your right. mood and like that all of that actually scientifically affects the flavor yeah you know one of my favorite food memories it was um nachos so mm-hmm. when we were growing up my mom, uh, mom would make these nachos from with the yellow corn chips and whatever, mm-hmm. but use a canned old old El Paso cheese. Oh, and yeah. I thought that was the best ever. Yeah. And I'd say, I don't know, I can't remember. We were here, living back here. So it might have been maybe eight or nine years ago. I thought, I'm going to try that cheese again, <laughs> and I wish I had it. Yeah. It was yeah. it was horrible. Yeah. So, I mean, our palates have changed probably. Right. Um, yeah. But that's an excellent point is the whole memory. It's, like it's not the, like, nachos. It was the setting right. of the nachos yeah. that made them awesome. Yeah. But um, one of the – it's funny how, so you might not be able to recapture that taste, mm-hmm. and the taste something might not taste as good as it used to, but a smell can still take you right back to there. A smell isn't going to change, like right. you know, if something that I there are certain smells that when I smell them, I'm taken back to a very specific like. Uh, I think it's mothballs, mm-hmm. but I remember like um, probably when I was like 20, I my grandpa was visiting and I told him, I, I was like, this smells like your house. And I, I forget what it was. And he's like, what, did, what are you talking about? And I gave it to him and he smelled it. And he said, oh yeah, that's, the mothballs that grandma used to keep in the basement. And at that point, my grandma had died 10 years before. Mm-hmm. And, but that smell, I identified with the basement. And like, I still smell it every now and then, just in certain places, and I'm instantly taken back there. Right. Or, um, like, certain, like, I, I, I identify the smell, like, if I go into a, a florist, uh, a florist area like at Meyer where they have all the flowers, mm-hmm. and if it's like a lot of flower, like a powerful floral smell, I identify that with like the first funeral that I was ever at because I walked into the room and it smelled like flowers, and I'm instantly taken back there. But like even people, like I'll, I, I've, I've walked through the store and smelled like a perfume and thought, oh my god, that's that perfume you know and it's 
So that doesn't change, but like the taste changes. You know, because like e- even which is odd because they're hooked up, right? Because they're connected, right? Yeah. So I don't know. It's just interesting to me. But yeah, I the so I haven't had Snapple in a long time, but although I do think that they've switched to plastic bottles now. Have they? I think I so. Know. I think I've had it recently enough that I know that. But I do like that you twist off the cap, and underneath the cap, there's those odd facts that mm-hmm. under the Snapple caps. But um, I was in this Ritz cracker phase. I might have talked about this before, like like November, December. Mm-hmm. I was eating probably a sleeve of Ritz crackers like a day. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, just like. It's just buttery. It's just so it good. Just, and I hadn't had them in right. years. But I just grabbed them and I was like, oh, my God, these are so good. And like, you know. Two, you eat two, and then you eat three, like, and, and then, then you eat two eight, more. And it's and like, <laughs> oh, I just ate a sleeve it's, of Ritz. It's like, who ate all these Ritz? <laughs> hey, idiot, you're the only one eating them. You ate them all. But, um, and then I, I like oyster crackers. Mm-hmm. Like, oyster crackers are just so fantastic. And oyster crackers, the best snack ever. Oyster crackers and chocolate chips. Okay, Take a handful of oyster crackers with just some regular milk chocolate chips or dark chocolate chips. It, just the sweet, salty combination. Be careful because you'll eat the entire bag of oyster crackers and the entire bag. Hmm. Of, but I thought about the Snapple because I'm on, I think, day four without pop. Wow. That's revolutionary. Like... We'll see how long I keep it up. I think I'm close to the point where I can squeeze it out. You know, I, there's no room for it now. But Want to pop? Fuck you. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll, I'll take another I, cocktail. So... Don't give me like a rum and coke because that will ruin it. I've, I've always had this thing where I love trying to get people to do things that they don't want to do <laughs> yeah i mean f- from eating junk food to <laughs> snorting coke it's it's just fun but you've never no had me to snort coke. for the record no i haven't although yesterday i did say <laughs> we recorded at one o'clock yesterday and I was like, I'm not going to drink. Like, it's the middle of the day. I'm just taking a break from grocery shopping. We had a beer, by the way. And Yeah, and he says, hey, you want a beer? I was like, okay. <laughs> I twist my arm. And by twist my arm, I mean just suggest it. Um, so I, don't, I didn't buy any Snapple, but I've been thinking about it. I might. I don't know. It's better than pop, I guess. It's just as bad. It doesn't have carbonation. That's what's killing me. But it has sugars in it. Why don't you just have a pop? Shut up, man. That's not going to work. The carbonation is a gastro, gastrointestinal aid. Man, I'm telling you, nobody else <laughs> Actually, can... I have no clue. <laughs> nobody... I, I sink myself, okay? Mm. I don't... Nobody else can sink me on that stuff. I just have to ruin myself. So okay. you can try, but it's not going to work. So good luck. <laughs> All right, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but I wanted to get it on record and expand on it a little bit. We've talked over the years about how there are people, musicians that we would pay to see, that we would go to go see in concert. Oh, absolutely. Even if we're not necessarily fans mm-hmm. of them. Um like the iconic ones, like, you know, I'd go see Bruce Springsteen, even though I'm not a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. Um, Madonna, mm-hmm. um, Kenny Rogers, maybe not Kenny Rogers, because he's been here so often, I don't think I probably would. But Willie Nelson was one of the ones that I had in mind. And I was like, I, I know On the Road Again, and... That's it, I think. Is there any other Willie Nelson song that you know? Uh, he did a cover of a song. Always that was, on my mind. Oh yeah, in that's eighties. Yeah, yeah, but there he did a cover of a song recently. Just breathe. He did the Pearl. Jam I think. Song. Yeah, I think yeah. that was it. The Pearl Jam song, <clears throat> Just Breathe. Yeah. 
um, which was fantastic. Um, that's such a good song, though. I think I think I could probably do that song, and it would sound good. <laughs> mm, probably not. But um, but anyway, Willie Nelson is coming to New Buffalo in. I forget when, March or April or May or sometime. So I was like, all right, Brian and I will go see Willie Nelson. Like, that'll, oh, be, man. that'll be cool. I'll, I'll throw down some cash for Willie Nelson, you know. He's a legend, so I'm sure it'll be a little pricey, but whatever, we can make it work. The only tickets available were floor seats, 100-level seats, for $350. That's it? <laughs> for Willie Nelson. For $350, I better get to see him in concert and then get to smoke pot with him on the bus, too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, he better cut some of his braids off and, like, give them to me. $350 for Willie Nelson? It's pricey. It is Concerts pricey. Concerts are pricey. But Willie Nelson, I mean, the guy's traveling. He's He doesn't, he lives in his bus. He's He's touring all the time. So, like, now, I mean, he's supporting a lot of, you know, it's a big road crew or whatever. But, like, $350. Is it really a big road crew? I don't know. I, I just, mean, it's not that big if he, he's at four wins. And his, yeah. now, mind you, I'm just going off of what I think. I could be wrong, but, like, I don't know... Uh, if he has a huge ass band, yeah, I, don't I know. mean, I would imagine it's him, him with a guitar. I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't even, I don't know what he's playing. You know, maybe like he's... if he's with like five other bands at Wrigley or something, then like three fifty is. I guess justifiable. I don't really think anybody's worth that much cash. Yeah. And I mean, I are there people that are going to pay $350 to see Willie Nelson? You know, I mean, mean, he's playing there. Yeah. But those seats were still available. Right. You know, so I kind of want to go closer and see. Those are astronomical now. It's just like super crazy that that it's that much, you know, just for him. But um, I don't know. Maybe there's somebody out there saying, like, you just don't understand Willie Nelson, man. Well, absolutely. And that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's fine. But to me, your typical artist is not playing more than two hours. Right. Counting, like, break time on core. Right. Willie Nelson's what, like eighty three years old or yeah, something? He's, so, I think he's in his eighties. So he might, if you're lucky, do ninety minutes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Probably ninety minutes. I, yeah, it's not really worth it. Yeah, like four dollars a minute. Right. <laughs> that's that's a lot. So didn't he give a pot? Also, I think I I was just thinking that I I think I remember hearing something right. like that too. So. He's probably not even any good anymore. I know. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> probably not even worth going. Who the going. hell booked me a new <laughs> Buffalo, yeah. Michigan? Was I high when you <laughs> booked this show? What the hell? <laughs> None of these songs make any sense <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Damn it. Who the hell wrote this? <laughs> what have I been doing the last 50 years? Gee, why am I living in this bus? <laughs> Who the hell do I think I am? John Madden? <laughs> yeah. John Madden. Um, is that guy dead? Is no, he, still around? he is hanging around still. Is that insensitive? Is that guy dead? No, I mean he he retired like yeah. uh, ten to long fifteen years ago. ago. Yeah. Probably fifteen years ago yeah, by now. It's been a long time. All right. Um, so my license plates expired. I just thought of this as I was looking at this other thing on my list. My license plates expired on Friday. Oh. And I tried to log in to renew them on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I got a notice saying that I was blocked from renewing. You have to head in, right? No. It said that you, there's a hold on your registration. And I was like, what? And then it said at the bottom, like, 
go to. Ha ha. <laughs> no, <laughs> it had like a phone number, and then it had like Riverlink.com, and I was like, Riverlink, Riverlink is the toll authority that controls the bridge over the Ohio River between Indiana and Kentucky. When were you last out there? Twenty June, Father's Day, the day after Father's Day in twenty eighteen. I took the kids. We had gone to Holiday World and then we drove over to Louisville to the Louisville Slugger Factory and then came back over the bridge. And they have no toll booths. They, it's, it's electronic tolling. So if you don't have one of their stupid iPass things, Riverlink Pass things, then they send you a bill in the mail. Which, like, how inefficient is that? That they're mailing bills to people. Like, right. they're, come on. But... So they mailed a bill, but it's like $5. Like, I'm not going to pay this thing. How much of a priority do you think it is for me to pay this stupid $5 toll? How much do you think I'm actually thinking about this? Obviously zero. Obviously zero. So... But you're I, thinking about it right now. I'm thinking of because... <laughs> be, I don't know. Because I saw this... We'll get into this other license thing shortly. But so I paid it. And then, but then when I, when I, I paid it months later, like Mm -hmm. I got the thing, I was there in June of 18. I got the first notice in like October of 18, probably. I made the payment in like February of 19 or something. Like it took forever. And when I made the payment, it um, had a late fee on it. It had like a $25 late fee. I'm like, $25 for like paying, not paying this $5 toll? I was like, I'm not paying that. I sent them an email. I objected to it, tried to say like I didn't get the bill and like whatever. Although I do think that because I lease my car, they actually sent the bill to my leasing company, to Toyota, the Toyota Financial first, and then they had to send it to me. So it did take a long time to get to me. But anyway, um, so I didn't pay it and I just like forgot about it. And now... They're, they blocked my stupid registration. So I went and I paid it like on Thursday. Where at? Just online. I went, I, I could pay. I just needed my license plate and VIN and I paid it online. The stupid $25. Did they always have the online option? Yeah. Oh. I, it was a, the principle of the thing, damn it. I'm not paying a $25 late fee on a $5 toll. Why is it my problem no. that you can't set up a better way to collect tolls than to just mail somebody a bill who doesn't care? I'm not going to be back there. The first $5 bill, couldn't you just hop online and pay it then? Uh, yeah, I probably oh, could. Right. But, like, I have to sit at the computer. <laughs> I'm just not thinking about it, you know? Like, I'm just not going to take the bill and go do it right away. Right. This stupid bill. I'm sure I got it. Like, when I got home and I'm like, okay, I'll take care of that after dinner. And then after dinner became five months later. Right. So. I, I hear you. You don't. It's it's idiotic. It it's, is. It's just like, whatever. I, I should have just done the damn thing right away. And my registration wouldn't be blocked well what happened <laughs> you paid it i paid it yeah okay. and i tried to log in on friday and it wouldn't let me so now i'll probably maybe i'll go to the like branch after this that self-service thing in the lobby and see if it'll let me do because i need the sticker now self-service yeah if you go to the license branch like in the lobby Can you, area. like, walk in there right now? Yeah, it's a 24-hour thing because there's, really? there's, like, the double doors. There's two sets of doors. You walk in the first door, and there's a little kiosk there. And then hmm. you walk in the second door, and you're in the building. Right. But just in the first door, there's a kiosk there that, like, you can print, you know, the sticker and everything. Really? Yeah. It might, who knows if it's available now that it's expired. Maybe not. I might have to actually go in there. We'll see. I'll try to avoid getting a ticket. Okay, here's another rant I can go on. The last time my license plates were expired a couple years ago because of my stupid car wouldn't pass the emissions test, my old car. Mm -hmm. And the city of Chicago gave me a ticket for driving with expired plates. And I was like, why does the city of Chicago care about this, the state of Illinois? Like, why do you care if my Indiana plates are expired? 
And then they gave it to me two days in a row. Like, give me a break to fix it first. Like, what do you? So they tried, gave me like two $60 or $75 tickets or something. Did you pay those? No, I didn't pay them. I objected <laughs> to them because they were City of Chicago um, tickets. So I was like, I'm finding a way out of this. I went and I looked up the City of Chicago Municipal Code. And it just so happened they had changed the municipal code like 16 months before. So the violation was under a different section of the code, and the ticket was still referencing the old section of the code. Damn, look at so, you. <laughs> Lawyered. So, so what, they, what, they, what they cited no longer existed. So I sent in my objection. I, like, didn't pay it. I sent in all this documentation. Look, you're citing the wrong section of the code. And it took like four or five months for them to review it. But finally, I got something in the mail saying these tickets are canceled because we cited the wrong section of the code. Wow. So I didn't have to pay for them. But the thing is, like, I wonder how many people paid tickets they didn't have to pay because they were citing the wrong section of the code. Right. Like, because it was just a computerized <laughs> thing. So I would assume for like, you know, 16 months or 18 months or whatever that people were just getting tickets they didn't have to pay. Do you think your issue force them to go change their system probably not i'll well i'll probably let you know when i get another ticket tomorrow for having expired plates (laughs) (laughs) oh man there's a trend here yeah this is it's the same trend that gets me running out of gas eight times (laughs) you know like i'm a slow learner procrastination one time okay two times six times this is a competition (laughs) eight times but like the last three times i think the last three times i've made it to the gas station okay so i haven't had to hike it after when was your most recent one um the most recent one has been at least six years because it was in my truck. And I got rid of my truck. No, seven years. I got rid of my oh, truck wow. seven, okay. seven years so, ago. So a positive change. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've made it a long time without running out of gas. What do you have having it right now? <laughs> I just got gas yesterday. No, so, yeah. Well, why? I'm, because I was almost out. <laughs> I got to get it sometime. You've learned. I've learned. I've learned. Um, All right. So what had me thinking of licenses was this note that I've thought about a lot in the past few years, and I just wrote it down in my things to talk about. Okay. Anytime that you hear somebody say that they're renewing their wedding vows, that's a bad sign. I, there are, I've, I have all of these, like, instances of celebrity situations where people renew their wedding vows and then, like, they're divorced soon after. And, like, Seal and Heidi Klum did it, like, every year and then they got divorced. One of the Real Housewives of New York, they had this, or, no... California, Orange County. I don't know. Some Real Housewives. I'm sure you watch a lot of Real Housewives. I haven't watched it for years. But they had a renewal thing and then they got divorced right after that. But it's just, it's a bad sign. But what if you had to renew your marriage every year like you do your driver's license? How many of those do you think? Like, what if both people every year on your anniversary had to be like, okay, I want to be, I want to still be married. Right. Instead of like, like if you had to make an active choice every year, instead of it just being the default. What if you had to renew and then take one of those like compatibility tests in order to. <laughs> in order to renew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if you had to fill out those surveys we had to fill out in middle school? Well, I'd be screwed because I don't remember those. Yeah, you don't remember those. <laughs> Divorces would skyrocket. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So it's. I mean, it, you know, people might end up happier in in the long run, but it would be an interesting way to do it. 
I think, um, but, you know, you also would have people who are just having, you know, a bad month or something that would be like, screw this, when really if they would have just hung on for I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. But if they would have just hung on for a few more weeks, they would have been fine. I don't know. I think it would, maybe that would help people. Help them how? Well, I, many people hang around and they don't want to. Oh, maybe yeah. that like annual... <laughs> Oh, uh, opt out, yeah. I guess. <laughs> right. Like they have in baseball. No, like, like not even an opt out. It, it has to be an opt in. Right. Because like, you know, I can't opt out of my driver's, my license plate. Like I have to renew it every year. I can't say I don't want it because the city of Chicago is going to give me a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's... uh. <clears throat> an interesting idea that might have some, well, I was going to say unintended consequences, but I don't even know what the intended consequences would be. Do you th- think n- normal people that have their vows renewed have, have that same result? I mean, you were like... I don't know. I've never, I don't know any normal people that have ever had their vows renewed. I don't know. I'm sh- I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are too, but there are probably some old people out there, like on their fiftieth or whatever. Yeah, that I think Maybe. that I can see. But I mean, to me, that that just kind of goes like the whole vow renewal thing. It it almost is like like it. I I don't know the situation, but it it almost seems like it could be like a test, like. Hey, do you want to renew our vows? And then if he's like, no. Hell no. Like, like, what are you talking about? Where's my opt-out clause? Right. What if he's like, what do you mean renew? We have to renew them? You know, like it could it could really open some stuff up. And that's something that like, you know, one of the people bring up. Not, you know, somebody, one of the people in the marriage has to pose that right. question. Maybe marriages should be drawn up like baseball contracts. (laughs) With With a mutual mutual option every year? (laughs) Mutual options, opt-out clause after like three years. Um, uh, What are the... um, When... You have to reach certain like um, at bats or something. oh, like incentives. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if you put on like eighty pounds in a five-year period, then everything it's an automatic like the opt-out kicks. Yeah, up. right. Yeah. yeah, like if your husband loses like thirty percent of his hair, <laughs> yeah, <then>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if you can't bend, if your husband can't bend over to tie his shoes anymore, then like without his face turning beet red, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if that would, oh man, that would be funny. I mean, it, would. it wouldn't be funny. It'd be horrific because you'd have a lot of people. That's a good idea to that, draw them up like baseball contracts. And then um, well, what would be the financial, like, equivalent? You know, because, like, in, a baseball, in baseball contracts, like, players are good when they're young, the first, like, six or seven years, and they're not making much money. And then they have to get the big contract after that when they're on, like, the downside of their career. Right. And so, yeah. To me, these days, people get better with age. So, I mean, it's hard to say. Not everybody. Right. So, those are, well, are, uh, are, are they using performance enhancers? <laughs> <laughs> we got to figure that out. Well, but because see that. <laughs> but you want that—that that would be just the opposite. Because, like, you know, after some years of marriage, you know, the dude is going to want some performance enhancers. Right. So that is, you know, are you a will? Are you willing to take these performance enhancers? Yeah. Okay. Then we'll stick around. Hmm. Yeah. This would make things real interesting. And, and I like this business. Yeah. And if, um, because you have like 
so the the physical people would earn like theoretically as you go on in your marriage you're both earning more as you get farther into your careers you're both smarter you're both having more experiences you're all growing that way but your probably physical appearance is probably declining so the jackpot would be if you have somebody who who maintains the physical appearance or increases the physical appearance while also increasing everything else that's like your elite free agent well yeah that's your mike trout that's your mike trout right that's that's um and then would we have to put in war also like <laughs> how much <laughs> some alternate way to calculate yeah. things how much how much better can i do than you <laughs> you you would just have women like okay i'm married to this guy right. but like that guy yeah, what's like, his what's his uh what's his husband above replacement <laughs> average or something yeah that's good. <laughs> the possibility. I mean, we're we're onto something here. We're brilliant. We're brilliant. We can help save marriages. We can help prevent bad marriages because you don't want to sign a bad contract. <laughs> That's right. You don't want the Tyler Chatwoods if you're. <laughs> When you're like hooked up and you're in love, and the guy's a total bum, but you're looking past it because you're looking at potential, mm-hmm. just like a prospect. Yeah, that's you're right. That's rolling right. the dice. Yeah, prospects don't turn out. Bums don't always. Uh, evolve either that's right so but sometimes you have like you know that 54th round draft pick that like becomes a superstar you know mm-hmm. so you might marry this like there's you know pool holes out there. yeah you might marry a guy that has like bad breath like you know some balding roly-poly bad breath guy that can't keep a job and then like five years from now he looks like freaking ryan gosling and he's making five million dollars a year right. yeah they're Diamond, diamond in the rough. Yeah. Hmm. That's probably pretty unlikely, though. That one. Well, I mean, there are some some uh, metamorphoses <laughs> that happen. Yeah. Metamorphi, whatever the plural, <laughs> little chrysalis action. Metamorphi. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a word. All right. Well. If you have ideas on uh, on how we can <laughs> we can structure marriage contracts for uh, with opt opt out clauses <laughs> and performance bonuses, let us know performance incentives. Let us know. That's uh, quite the idea. All right. Um, what else do I have here? <clears throat> While we're uh, talking about sports, you're a golfer. I try. You you golf. I like it. It's I do not golf. Life. You watch golf sometimes, right? Do you watch golf on TV? Very, very, very rarely. rarely. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe you have some insight as to why in professional golf the crowd has to be silent. It's the same thing in tennis. Mm-hmm. They have to be silent, right? Is it just culture, or is I, I there an actual reason? It goes for it? back to the like the gentlemanly. Oh, okay. Of it. I never thought of that. Yeah, I think it's carried over. Yeah, because that's all these... both golf and tennis. Yeah. Is okay. You're just not a heathen fan, right? It, so it's not really about concentration. It's about uh, it's an etiquette. I'll, no, I watch tons of tennis and. When you're used to things being quiet and somebody screams something out right serve, it'll throw you off. Yeah, I'm 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 should it I've always wondered. I th- I think they should allow 
cheering and yeah uh because when you watch a free throw in a basketball game and they're right. waving and yelling yeah and, uh in a baseball game you're honed in on that pitch you, right. you have to be really really focused they yeah. should just let it happen I, th- I think it would make more uh interesting watching but i think it's the those uh, years and years of just uh etiquette it's a yeah gentleman's game yeah and i could see how it would it would be difficult to just start that Mm-hmm. You know, because you have like professionals so, who have been playing silently all these years. Well, I'm pretty sure, and, I, and <clears throat> people can correct me if I'm wrong. There's a there's a golf tournament in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I think it might be the weekend of the Super Bowl or whatever. It's out in um, phoenix the waste management open and they're (laughs) and they're known for like this rowdy crowd that screams i don't know if they scream like mid-swing but i've heard some pretty wild things happening and uh the equivalent in tennis would be a match being played at midnight at the u.s open Oh yeah, Where people get those New Yorkers get pretty rowdy. Yeah, so damn New Yorkers. Yep. And yeah, and see. Well, I mean, that, that's probably unusual anyway because they're probably not the players aren't used to playing at midnight anyway. You know, I can't imagine right. that happens too often. <clears throat> no, I mean it. It happens at two tournaments: um, U.S. Open and Australian Open. Really? Yeah. The late night ones. Mm-hmm. Cool. Australian Open. It's yeah, a, that just happened, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right. Djokovic won. Yeah, I always have to think about what time of year it is for all of those things. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that that probably wraps it up for this one. Look at your ice. It's intact. The The drink is gone, but the ice is still there. And it's, it's clear. It's... That's pretty cool. It's got like looks like are those little fractures inside now maybe or is that just those are tiny, or is that just little like, bubbles actually it's not perfectly clear it's probably it's like pretty clear ninety I mean, percent clear yeah little bubbles in it but that's pretty awesome and so you how <clears throat> how did you get this off the block did you chip this off or did you cut that off yeah i well i that cube that you have i cut off and then carved it that's pretty cool nicely done yes this clear ice is excellent but probably a better ice out there is laying ice and by now people should have tried it and you should have come all the way to northwest indiana or the chicago land area right right uh it's worth it, okay? If you're listening in Texas or New York or California, maybe um, Botswana, you're <laughs> awfully thirsty. Botswana. And your your remedy is laying ice. So make your drink happy, make your mouth happy, laying ice. I hope when I look at the stats... For, for this episode, that we have like 30 people listening from Botswana. <laughs> that would be so awesome. That would be so cool. We have, I think the only African countries we've had listeners from so far is Algeria. We've had like two two people in Algeria. All right. So they, uh... Love the Algiers. <laughs> yeah. Good memories over there. <laughs> Yeah, lots of good (laughs) memories in Algiers. I I don't even know what to say to that. Exactly. (laughs) Well, the Botswanians will have lots of good memories if they get some laying ice in their drinks. All right, we covered a lot of ground today. Um, Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back next time oh before we leave 
don't forget to give us a five-star review. You know you just listened to an hour of five-star entertainment right there. Where else have you heard revolutionary things like marriage contracts and opt-out clauses and all of that stuff? You've heard it here first. You heard it here first. So that deserves a five-star review. That deserves tell your friends, like us, do all that jazz. And uh, be sure to come back next time. Thanks for listening.